Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and today we're going to be exploring a really kind of deep and hidden recess of jazz recorded history. This goes back to the 1920s and the Roaring Twenties and I guess the flapper era, although the singer we're going to focus on really wasn't a flapper. She embodied a lot of the high spirits of the 1920s and the songs she recorded tended to be very perky and uh, optimistic and uh, very joyous in, in their 20s uh, exposition. So our singer today is a woman named Jane Green, and Jane Green was born in Kentucky in 19, or rather in 1897. Uh, she moved to uh, California, I think, fairly early on when her parents' marriage broke up, and she started singing by the time she was in her teens. She met a fellow named Jimmy Blyer, or Blyler, I should say, who was a songwriter at the time out on the West Coast. He composed... Uh, a few tunes in the 19, early 1910s that were somewhat well-known at the time, the Turkey Trot Two-Step and a couple of other things like that. And uh, they hit it off personally and professionally. So by 1916, they were uh, a, a song writing and singing team on the vaudeville circuit, primarily on the West Coast. And uh, they toured around Los Angeles and San Francisco and so forth. And they made some other tours into the Midwest. And they made it to New York by... Uh, about 1918 or so, and at that point, uh, Blyler and Jane Green were married, and uh, they started performing for the Ziegfeld Follies uh, and for Florence Ziegfeld and some of his other shows, like the Nine O'clock Review and the Midnight Frolic. And uh, Jane Green was early on recognized as a very adept singer. I don't know if she played any other instruments. There's uh, not a great deal of biographical information on her. We do have some pictures, thank heavens. Um, and she did make some uh, films after the sound film era came in, although I don't believe any of them are extant right now. We have the soundtracks to a few of them. Uh, when she did some of the Vitaphone shorts that were generally music-based, uh, the film part is gone, but the discs that uh, the recordings were made on that were supposed to sync up with the film uh, do survive, so we do have some evidence of that. We're going to be concentrating on her studio recordings uh, today. So she was singing uh, really in uh, some of the higher echelons of Broadway and vaudeville in New York by the late 1910s, and as I said, she had a, a very flexible way of singing. It, was a, it wasn't a, a blues-based type of style. She was a white singer, but clearly she had heard some of the African-American singers. Uh, she was probably uh, comparable to a singer like Marion Harris uh, at the time, who made a lot of different recordings uh, from that period of pop songs as well as blues. And of course, Sophie Tucker was really the most popular female singer of that era. So Jane Green started making recordings in 1920. She made a couple of recordings uh, in 1920. We're going to hear one in a little while called The Wild Romantic Blues, but we're going to hear uh, in no particular order chronologically anyway, some of her other recordings as well. She uh, recorded really a range of pop material. Um, she recorded some very good pop songs, Tin Pan Alley songs of the 1920s, by some of the most noted composers of the day, including George Gershwin, Isham Jones, Walter Donaldson, um, quite a few people like that. None of them were probably their best-known songs, but they were very well-crafted songs, and she did a very creditable job on them. Her first recording with that... Uh, uh, tune I mentioned, the Wild Romantic Blues, was for the Pathé label. And after that, I believe all of her studio recordings were made for Victor, or almost all of them, at any rate. So we're going to begin our survey of uh, Jane Green's recordings with one of her last recordings, actually. And this was the only recording she made of a tune by George and Ira Gershwin. It's called My One and Only, and it goes back to uh, 1927, which is when this was made, by the way, and their show Funny Face. And this uh, song was premiered by the Astaires, Fred and Adele. And uh, the recording that we're going to hear was made by Jane Green for Victor on December 8th of 1927 with an unnamed studio orchestra. It's probably the Victor Studio Orchestra. Might have been the one led by Nat Shilkrit. She had a close association with him, and he made literally thousands of recordings at the time and directed uh, studio groups uh, behind singers and instrumentalists and all kinds of different things in the 1920s. And uh, we're going to do that. We're going to hear the session made of that a little bit later, Mine All Mine, but uh, we're going to stick with our little sort of uh, amorphous theme, I guess we'd have to call it. So after My One and Only, we're going to go on to a uh, 
a collaboration between two very good songwriters, Walter Donaldson and Cliff Friend. Walter Donaldson, of course, was known for a, a really wide variety of American pop music from the 1910s, 20s, and 30s, and into the 40s, I think. Making Whoopi, My Blue Heaven, Carolina in the Morning, At Sundown, all of those tunes were um, well-known uh, in, in different periods, and they were all composed by Walter Donaldson. And he wrote this next tune called Somebody Like You in conjunction with Cliff Friend. And uh, Cliff Friend was uh, also an interesting songwriter who uh, was composing into the 30s and 40s. He did things like My Blackbirds Are Bluebirds Now and The Merry-Go-Round Broke Down, which was the theme song for the Looney Tunes cartoon. So hopefully he got a, a, a nice uh, settlement uh, of copyright uh, material on that. So after that, somebody like you, we're going to go to Jack Yellen and Milton Ager, one of the most successful songwriting teams of the 1920s. They composed Ain't She Sweet and Hard-Hearted Hannah, among many, many other songs. And uh, this is a song that Sophie Tucker actually recorded earlier. It was called Mama Goes Where Papa Goes, and she had a bit of a hit with that. And this is a uh, cover version by Jane Green from 1923. And we're going to end up that brief set with a tune called I'm Gonna Meet My Sweetie Now by Benny Davis and Jesse Greer. Benny Davis was also very well known for songs from the early 1920s. He had a, a close association with Eddie Cantor, uh, for whom he wrote songs like Margie and Babyface. Jesse Greer uh, composed uh, earlier types of tunes like Kitty from Kansas City, but then later a more sophisticated Tin Pan Alley fare like Just You, Just Me. So all of these are songs that we're going to hear uh, done by Jane Green in the 1920s. So uh, as I just said, uh, we're going to listen to uh, My One and Only, followed by Somebody Like You, Mama Goes Where Papa Goes, and I'm Going to Meet My Sweetie Now. <laughs> Sir. 
your trunk today. We'll hear the organ play, we'll find the sunshine, the happiness is in you. All of your cares you lose, dancing the limehouse blues, we'll find a love there's
clear the way. Looks like this is my lucky day. I'm gonna meet my sweetie now. Just can't be annoyed. Am I happy? I'm overjoyed. I'm gonna meet my sweetie now. Oh, what kissing and oh, what petting. Oh, what loving I will soon be getting. Yay, bo, what a day. Here I go, I can hardly wait. I'm gonna meet my sweetie now. Hey, hey, clear the way. Looks like this is my lucky day. I'm gonna meet my sweetie now. Just can't be annoyed. Am I happy? I'm overjoyed. I'm gonna meet my sweetie now. Oh, what kissing. And oh, what pet. Oh, what love and I will soon be getting. Yay, bo, what a day. Here I go, I can hardly wait. When he called on Juliet so fair But my sweetie, you should see He don't need no balcony He can do his loving anywhere Hey, hey, just got through Manicure and a good shampoo I'm gonna need my sweetie now Got a brand new hat Brand new this and a brand new that I'm gonna need my sweetie now I think of how his arms come stealing. I'm so nervous, girls, you know that little feeling. I'm just nearly wild. Come on, mother, save your child. I'm gonna meet my sweetie now. Hey, hey, this is some fine music from the Roaring Twenties and a fine vocalist, Jane Green. She uh, obviously was very stage-oriented, very stagey. She had been uh, doing those pretty high-profile shows in vaudeville and uh, Broadway for most of the decade of the 1920s, so she knew, uh, knew how to sell a song. But she wasn't really, I don't think, corny in the way that some singers of the 1920s were. She had a very flexible delivery, a really uh, pleasant voice without being uh, chirpy or, or, or weak or anything like that. Sometimes some of the female singers from that period tended to be a little bit uh, um, light in their delivery, shall we say. But Jean Green really had uh, substance to her voice and to her delivery. Uh, in some ways, she reminds me of a, of a earlier version of Connie Boswell, who didn't really start recording until after Jane Green's career was pretty well done. Um, very interesting uh, singer uh, in how she put forth these songs, and certainly she had a good, uh, <laughs> good idea of what songs would be good for her. I don't know if she had any choice or agency in the songs that she sang. She might have just been assigned them in the studio, or these might have been things that she was singing on stage at the same time. So... A little hard to determine at this point. So we heard the Gershwin tune, My One and Only, uh, featuring probably the Victor Studio Orchestra, and uh, that was from 1927. That was her last studio recording. Then Somebody Like You, recorded in November of 1925. Um, that was a, a tune that has a lot of uh, stage influence as well. I should mention that these recordings were all made for Victor, at least so far, in New York. All her recordings were made in New York. We followed uh, somebody like you up with Mama Goes Where Papa Goes. And this was done um, in 1923, December of 1923. One of two or three, uh, tune, two tunes recorded at that date. We're going to hear the other one leading off the next set. And they were backed by Ross Gorman and the Virginians. And that was the small jazz unit 
uh, of the Paul Whiteman Orchestra of the day. It wasn't actually all that small. It was most of the people in the uh, Paul Whiteman band from 1923, led by his reed player, Ross Gorman. We heard a little clarinet and bass clarinet that were probably done by the leader there as well. Then we finished up with a real 20s tune. I'm going to meet my sweetie now um, with some very clever lyrics, a lot of different verses and a lot of energy to it. And that was done uh, backed by Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra. And that was done in February of 1927. So as I mentioned, we're going to move on now to Mama uh, Loves Papa, which was from the same session, Ross Gorman and his Virginians, that uh, produced uh, Mama Goes Where Papa Goes. They had a, a parental theme going on here, I suppose. And uh, this is a, a tune that um, was composed, again, by Cliff Friend. We talked about him in the earlier set. And uh, Abel Bear. And Abel Bear, uh, I don't really know too much about him. I haven't been able to find uh, any information. I, there was a, an Abel Bear who was a, uh, a Jewish composer and a cantor from the late part of the 19th century. And I'm wondering if this might have been his son. This would have been far too late for the, for the other fellow and certainly a different musical direction altogether. After that, we're going to go to 1926, and we're going to hear one of my favorite Jane Green, Jane Green tunes called Honey Bunch, March 1926, and this is another Cliff Friend tune. We mentioned Cliff Friend uh, as being the composer of other things like The Merry-Go-Round Broke Down and uh, My Blackbirds or Bluebirds Now, a uh, very um, prolific songwriter of the day. Then we're going to hear Jane Green's first recorded vocal, The Wild Romantic Blues, from December of 1920. Uh, don't really know who... Uh, was on this uh, recording backing her. These were all uh, recorded, as I said, for Victor, except this one, which was done by Pathé. And so this was probably just a studio band from that period. This was right around the time that Mamie Smith started recording blues, uh, one of the first, actually the first African-American woman singer to sing blues. And uh, so this that started a, a, an avalanche of tunes called blues by black and white singers. And at the same recording date in December of 1920, Jane Green recorded the Wild Romantic Blues and also the Lonely Blues. So we're going to pick the first one. And this is a tune by Al Bryan and Gene Schwartz. Uh, Al Bryan was an older style songwriter who had immense success with uh, two tunes in particular, Come Josephine and My Flying Machine and Peg of My Heart, whereas uh, Gene Schwartz, or Jean Schwartz, I suppose, uh, was well known for his song Chinatown, My Chinatown, and also Rockabye, My Baby with a Dixie Melody that was made famous by Al Jolson. Then we're going to... Uh, Keep going with the blues tradition here. This is from November of 1924, and it's called The Blues Have Got Me. And uh, this is a tune that was composed by another famous uh, composer of the day, or prolific, I should say. I'm not sure how famous these composers were to the general public. Roy Turk, who uh, later teamed with... Um, with Fred Allert, and they compose songs like Where the Blue of the Night Meets the Gold of the Day and Mean to Me. But uh, this particular song that we're going to hear, uh, The Blues Have Got Me, Roy Turk, uh, combined with Abner Silver. And Abner Silver uh, was a, uh, a somewhat lesser-known lyricist and songwriter. His uh, best-known song probably was On the Beach at Bally Bally, which uh, later came back in the 1930s. So that will be The Blues Have Got Me. Then we're going to do a couple more tunes. This is a, a set we're going to do a lot of music on. We're going to hear a tune called Me and the Boyfriend, a very 1920s tune, flapperette type of tune from 1924, by Sidney Clare and Jimmy Monaco. Jimmy Monaco was known for a lot of famous tunes. You Made Me Love You, There Will Never Be Another You, um, things like that. And Sidney Clare was... Uh, well-known at the time for Please Don't Talk About Me When I'm Gone, and a little bit later for On the Good Ship Lollipop. And uh, they co-composed this tune, Me and the Boyfriend. Jimmy Monaco combined with Al Bryan uh, to compose the last tune in this set, which is You Went Away Too Far, and that's from 1927. We already mentioned Al Bryan composing things like uh, Peg of My Heart and Come Josephine in My Flying Machine. So these songwriters sort of mixed and matched depending on the needs of their Tin Pan Alley bosses, I suppose, and also who was engaged to um, write music for which review or which show at the time. Very, uh, very layered and uh, complicated uh, method of, of, of song composition, but it's uh, remarkable the high quality of material that was turned out on a regular basis in the 1920s and into the 30s as well. So those are our tunes we're going to listen to for this set. Mama Loves Papa, Honey Bunch, Wild Romantic Blues, The Blues Have Got Me, 
me and the boyfriend, and you went away too long. Thank you. 
it isn't what you play, but how you play the thing you're gonna play. Don't underrate it, just think it. I like a band that can hand out a rhythm hot. That's music to me. Wagner was fine, but a dime's what he never got. I never could rave about Mr. Paderewski. A screeching clarinet can always get me hopping to the sky. The blues have got me. I'll say they've got me. And for a bass drum, I'd go some most any old day. I'll say, if blues are killing, let me pass away at seven. You needn't bury me, I'll charlton up to heaven. I'm off my nut about the trust the blues have got me now. The danger when you left me be. 
that must have love all the time. You left me all alone. The fault was all your own. I'm not to blame if someone came to cheer me along. I met somebody who resembled you. He kissed me once, and what was I to do? You went away too far, and you stayed away too long. Someone else will be here at half past three. Someone who doesn't care much for you may change the smile on your face. Throw your Ford in high. Here's your hat. Goodbye. <laughs> So some interesting 1920s tunes by some very prominent composers of Tin Pan Alley. We started out with Mama Loves Papa, and that was done uh, by Jane Green, accompanied by Ross Gorman and the Virginians. On to Honey Bunch, a really fun little tune that uh, gives you a nice 20s feel. And then uh, Jane Green's first tune, Wild Romantic Blues, her first recording, I should say. And that uh, really carried on the uh, the blues craze uh, and showed how even white singers were being influenced by the African-American blues singers who were just in the late part of 1920 beginning to make their mark in the, on the recording industry. Following that, we had that Roy Turk tune called The Blues Have Got Me, and that involved very... Uh, intricate rhythmic figure. They used to call it a secondary rag figure. Another example of that was In the Mood, the Glenn Miller tune. Um, and some very clever lyrics talking about uh, or referencing uh, Wagner's Lohengrin and other types of popular music and how they uh, were, were could be influenced by jazz and done in a jazzy or bluesy style. Then we had uh, a very clever tune, Me and the Boyfriend, with some wonderful lyrics, none better than the one that said, When we save up ten bucks, we'll be married deluxe. And that gives you the idea of the feeling of that song. And then we finished up with, You went away too far and stayed away too long. I think when I introduced that tune initially, I uh, compressed those lyrics a little bit. But you went away too far and you stayed too long. So Jane Green uh, was... Popular, I guess you'd have to say, on the stages of vaudeville and Broadway and the reviews of uh, New York in the 1920s. I don't know how much she toured outside of New York City, um, but she seemed to be quite busy doing the various shows in town. Her husband, Jimmy Blyler, passed away suddenly in 1924, and that uh, led to uh, some unusual uh, years for Jane Green. She uh, became associated with the songwriter we're going to hear from next, uh, a fellow named Isham Jones, who was one of the greatest and most underrated songwriters on Tin Pan Alley in the 1920s and 30s. He uh, composed songs like It Had to Be You and Swinging Down the Lane and uh, all sorts of other tunes that uh, you've probably heard of. And uh, he and uh, Jane Green apparently had an affair that was hot and heavy for a couple of years, and he composed a song for her that she sang and we'll be hearing in the next set. 
Uh, in the mid-20s, she also, I shouldn't say she didn't travel, she did travel for a while to England, and she um, uh, resided in London for a little while, singing at the Kit Kat Club and the Piccadilly Hotel. But she was back to New York uh, not long after that, uh, making recordings. She didn't, as far as we know, make any recordings in London. And as I said, she started making some sound films, some early sound films, uh, about 1928, 29, 30, somewhere around there. And... Um, mostly for the Vitaphone Corporation. As I said, they're, for the most part, lost, other than the soundtracks, but um, she was probably on the verge of, of doing a, uh, a pretty good film career. She was a very nice-looking person, as you can see from the pictures on uh, uh, Google, if you care to take a look. Uh, she had a lovely voice, as we've been talking about, and she had the ability to negotiate some of these jazz-era and jazzy songs, as well as some, some bluesy songs as well. In about 1927, she married a fellow named Ron Wilson, who was a piano player, and um, that was the same year she had a uh, was involved in a car accident that actually did some damage to her nose, which is not good for a singer. It apparently changed her voice a bit, but um, she uh, probably was uh, going to continue singing. She went out to the West Coast with Ron Wilson. Uh, he accompanied her on some of those Vitaphone films, but she died rather suddenly in 1931 um, of causes that were later called a paralytic stroke, although there was some question about her relationship with her husband at that point, and of course everybody had to have a story. Anyway, unfortunately, uh, she died really at the height of her powers, although she hadn't recorded in a studio since 1927, the very end of 1927. As I said, being out on the West Coast, she probably would have uh, made a mark in films, and in the early sound films and the early musicals. She was uniquely suited to that. So we're going to finish off our Jane Green program here with four tunes. One is called, or the first one is called Mine All Mine, which comes from that same session uh, that we started out with uh, that gave us My One and Only from the Victor Recording Orchestra. Then we're going to hear that Isham Jones tune that uh, was written specifically for her. It's not a tune that Isham Jones, I don't think, ever recorded with anybody else. He may have done an instrumental version. He led an excellent dance band in the 1920s and periodically came out of retirement in the 30s and 40s to lead other bands. But uh, this was a tune that pretty much was owned by Jane Green, and it was called My Castle in Spain. Very evocative sophisticated little tune that uh, was not covered by, by anybody else as far as I know. Then we're going to hear a song called Ida I Do, which was recorded in May of 1925. I neglected to mention that um, the uh, song we're starting out with, Mine All Mine, was composed by Sam Stept and Herman Ruby. Uh, Stept and Ruby were a songwriting team that composed a little bit later, I think the next year, I'll Always Be In Love With You, and uh, some other tunes as well. And then My Castle in Spain, as I said. Then Ida, I Do, which uh, Isham Jones also composed with Gus Kahn. And uh, those two, as a songwriting team, songwriting team, composed It Had to Be You. Then we're going to finish up that uh, set of recordings with a Gus Kahn and Richard Whiting tune called Got No Time from 1925. Richard Whiting also was a very underrated composer from the day. He composed things like She's Funny That Way and Ain't We Got Fun and many other tunes as well. Uh, and his career went into the 1940s and uh, was carried forth beyond that by his daughter, Margaret Whiting, the singer. So those are our four tunes for this set. Mine All Mine, My Castle in Spain, Ida I Do, and Got No Time. That wouldn't matter, I'd still 
still love him just the same. But his dad has lots of money. It'll all be his in time. Only hold that big load of dough will be mine, all mine. Now I've been kissed by experts. I've been kissed by sheep. But when my baby kisses me, say I say kiss for weeks. Now I met Bill from Louisville, and love and Sam's my friend. But where my sweetie starts to love, mm, those babies and oh what a lover. I'm telling you, not undercover, I'll prove it to
Jane Green, the uh, archetypal 20s singer, I think. Uh, certainly one of the best of the vintage. Uh, her work really stands up well today from a musical point of view and also from a dramatic or theatrical one as well. She really must have been quite something to see on stage as well. I don't know what her stage presence was, but her, her musical abilities were, were beyond question. So we started out that set with Mine All Mine, and then two... Uh, Isham Jones tune, My Castle in Spain, composed specifically for Jane Green, and Ida I Do. Then we finished up with Got No Time. So, hope you've enjoyed this program. Uh, Jane Green, as I said, really a fun singer and one who had a lot of jazz influence and could, uh, could be classed as a jazz singer in a lot of ways. As I said, she reminds me of a slightly earlier version of Connie Boswell. She could improvise a little bit. She could do some melodic variations. She was very, very much in tune and, and exuded a lot of personality in her singing as well. So, you've been listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Hope you've enjoyed the show. If you'd like to sponsor us, you have a sponsorship button somewhere on your menu. If you're listening on Anchor.fm or Spotify or any of the other fine platforms that this uh, podcast is carried on, hope you uh, keep joining us as time goes on. Lots of, uh, lots of jazz ahead. Uh, not even close to running out of ideas. This is a lot of fun for me, and I hope you're enjoying some of my stream of consciousness presentations here. So once again, hope to see you soon, and uh, join us again for more jazz, and I'll see you on the other side.